Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from the pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. He's not just welcoming you back, he's wel- welcoming me back because uh, it's been forever since we podcasted, Sky. Yeah, it's been like two weeks. I'm Jake. That's Jake. <laughs> I'm the other one who's not Sky. Right. Uh, the well, DNA tests have not come back yet. <laughs> uh, 23 and me says I'm 40% just, Korean. What if we... What if we That's not true What all. if we were switched at birth, Sky? Would we just switch lives or would we continue on the trajectory that we're on now? Like I would be married to Katie and yeah, you would yeah. be working at And you would be a janitor Macarons? and a play director and have too much stuff to move in uh, <laughs> three weeks. And well, I would, I would th- come That we have in common regardless. <laughs> That's true. I think... Uh, I helped move you. I... Because you only lived in that smallish room, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, you didn't have as much stuff as I'm going to have to move because I've like really spread out in that house <laughs> in your absence. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and while my stuff collection isn't that much bigger, I do have more furniture now. Yeah, that's because true. It's m- any furniture is more furniture than no furniture, which is what I had before. That's true. Except for a bed. Yeah, and I lived in that house a year before you even moved into it. Yeah. And then a year after you moved out of it. So uh, things are, I'm we're boxing them up and putting them in the garage, and the garage is getting so full. Yep. Anyway, I don't know what I was, oh, we were going to switch lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's what right. I'm trying to tell you is all your DVDs are in a box in the garage if you need them. Okay, good to know. We are still doing the hiatusy thing, and because this will be coming out on our two-year anniversary of doing this podcast, we decided to do something a little special. I thought we agreed that it was a sabbatical, not a hiatus. Whatever. It's basically the same thing. You're basically the same thing. You're basic, I forgot bitch. I, I forgot I need to turn my microphone like yours is. Okay. It works better that way. It does. That's why I asked you to check your levels earlier. Yeah. How do I do But they do looked it? fine. Like well, this? Well, no, because you're unscrewing it instead of moving it. Oh, so the other way? Stable. Yeah. I would... Lefty Lucy, like yep. that. Leave all this in. This is good. Uh, this is good flavor. People really get to know it's this way, Sky. <laughs> yep. Do you think? Do you? Okay, let me ask you this. I think about it a lot. I think about our podcast a lot when we're not here. <laughs> um, I pretend like I hate it, but it's all right. Do you listen to podcasts? And clearly, I had a. I've had a lot of soda today, and I haven't seen you in like two weeks. <laughs> but mostly, I had a lot of soda. Yes. Uh, and I didn't go to work, so I didn't expend my usual energy. <laughs> And I was cooking meth, so there's a little yeah. meth in the air. Do you ever listen to podcasts and you find out that the podcast hosts are actual friends in real life and that just warms your heart? I think I knew that most of the podcasts that I listened to, I, I knew that they were friends beforehand. But, like, just the extent of friends that they are, I do you think it warms people's heart to know we're actually friends? Are we actually friends? <laughs> Pretty sure. You were in my wedding. Yeah. I gave uh, a speech. Yeah. yeah I had a did. sword. It's true. He, yeah, all of that is true. I just wonder. I hope everyone likes that Sky and I are friends. <laughs> I think about it a lot. I think everybody knows that we're friends. Yeah, but we have, do they we have like the that we're friends? Oh, I mean, probably. Who's who wants to listen to a podcast where like, well, these guys have no chemistry at all. They hate each other. That's true. I mean, just when I that does sound like an interesting premise, but how many episodes could you really do? So every time I listen to the Weekly Planet and I find out things that James and Mason have done together. Uh, <laughs> It just makes me happy. <laughs> it's very sweet, Jake. That's all. <laughs> oh, Jake. We're, we got giggles. <laughs> uh, we're recording at a weird time, and I just got off work. I don't know what you had going on today. I, um, well, here's what happened. Um, it's Good Friday, so I didn't have to go to work. So Katie was like, fuck, I'm not going to work. You're not going to work. <laughs> uh, so we um, ate a bunch of Oreos and, um, and hung out. <laughs> I don't. We didn't do a whole lot. 
And then, um, oh, I packed a few boxes, and then the I. The kids came get here. Good Friday off. Uh, yes. Why? Just in case they want to do church things. I don't know. All right. I get the day off too. Well, that. <laughs> well, why would you be there if there's no kids there? Uh, they do the. We only get like certain days off. Like Monday, the kids aren't there, but we're there. Hmm. There's like a handful of days that the kids aren't there, but we're there. Just to you know. Weird. Keep it. Anyway, we're watching fanboys. <laughs> oh yeah! Yay! I mean, uh, yay-ish. I mean, it's not, it's not my favorite. It's, it's better than you'd expect it to be. Do I li- It's kind of heartwarming. No, it's not. It's a little. Eh. Do, am I just too close to the source? Yes. Is that the problem? Yes. I always assumed that, but I don't talk to people about this movie because I don't like it that much. <laughs> but I don't hate it. I own it. I bought it when it came out. I bought it from a, a used media store for that's $5. Probably, that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, it's worth 5 bucks. I like that on the cover they didn't get one of the f- uh, five actors, so he's wearing a Chewbacca mask. <laughs> oh, is that uh, Jay Bear? No, he's on it. It's the it's the guy who's the uh, dying, I think, or the car oh. salesman. It's one of the two who aren't in anything else hmm. that I've seen. But we're doing that because uh, Jake Quentin saw celebration. Saw celebration. Yeah, he also like attended it. Which I went to Star, Star Wars. Wars celebration. I foolishly only went for one day. I should have gone for all five, but it's really expensive. So there was a Star Wars, and it's, we're celebrating our two-year anniversary. And, and then... I guess we're fanboys of the things that we're fans of, right? Yeah, there's that. I mean, uh, even a lot of stuff that I don't like, I'm still fan a fan of. What does that mean? Like, I like stupid bad things. Oh, yeah. That's. Are you a fanboy of that, though? Or are you just a mm, casual that, fan mm, of that? It's more of a... More of like a frenemy, but with a with mm. a fan. Yeah, I don't know. There's no portmanteau for that yet. Not yet. I'm not even sure which words to use in that in the secession. <laughs> but in any event, we want we watch fanboys. It's we a, sure it's did. a movie about Star Wars that I don't know if anybody knows about aside from us. No, people know about it. Do they? Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, it does have a pretty stellar cast. It everyone's in this movie. <laughs> you got your Billy D. Williams. You got. The guy who runs the car dealership, who's in other stuff, oh, uh, who, whose name I straight up don't know. I looked it up this morning. He's one. Of, there's a lot of those guys. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, he's he's in. It's all got of, your Kristen Bell. He's in all of um. The he's a bad guy in everything. And he's oh, in Adam and Adam Sandler, Sandler movies. movies. Yeah. He's Shooter McCoy or something. Shooter McGavin. That's it. What is his name? I, I'm pretty sure it's Shooter McGavin, Jake. No, not, I just said it. No, it's, it's Christopher McDonald. That doesn't matter. He's what he's he's uh, that guy, so you you don't remember his face until you say a, a character he was. Yeah, Seth Rogen's in it like three times. Yeah, <laughs> he plays three different characters and he punches uh, himself. Danny Trejo's in it. <laughs> sure, the fuck is. Uh, Jolo Tuturglio is in it. He would know him from Brooklyn Nine Nine and the later oh, that seasons guy. of Reno Nine One One. Yeah, he's a that guy. He's also in uh, Superbad. Yep, Who and I Love here? You, Man, and Role yeah. Models. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's in everything. Uh, William Shatner's in it. Yep, he, Carrie Fisher, Kevin Smith, and Jay Muse. Yep, they're in uh, it for Will some Forte reason. Will Forte and Craig Robinson. <laughs> uh, wh- Danny McBride. Yeah, Danny McBride. Ray Park. He's Darth Maul. Yeah, played, I mean, not in this, but he played Toad in real life. He's also Toad. He's also the Headless Horseman in Sleepy Hollow. Is that right? Yep. Good for him. That was him and Ian McDermott's uh, reunion after The Force Awakens, or I mean, The Phantom Menace. I see. This internet says that Peter Mayhew's in it, but I don't recall seeing him. But I was also playing with action figures. If you see time. a seven foot tall guy in the background, yeah. that's him. 
he's he's a large man. But yeah, it's it's so there's a lot of cameos, a lot of just you know people. I mean, Dan Fogler and Jay Brett Brechnell, Brechnell, Brechnell. No, there's no N in it. Fogler is in uh, the crime of Grindelwald and the other one, the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, he's the normal guy. Yeah, he's or the Nomad. Kowalski. Sure. His name is named sort of like my name, so that's why I know that. <laughs> he and Newt are the only two characters I know the names of. Queenie, and Johnny Depp. Uh, the the one who like roofied him with magic for months on end. Oh. Uh, her name's Queenie. Yeah, that's true. I always call her Goldie. Cause I Which think, is close. I think Katie has her Funko, and I, I'm like, you got Goldie there? And she's like, that's not her name. <laughs> I don't remember her sister's name. Uh, the love interest with a question yeah. mark? Yeah. I think it's Tara. Those movies aren't very well. The first one, was the first fine. one's fine, and the... the second one's not very good. So let's see what happens in the third one. Yeah. What if we got rid of Johnny Depp? Just like I'm not like in the movie. Just like in general, we just killed him. Well, here's the thing, Sky. Maybe some of the reasons we hate Johnny Depp, uh, we were quick to judge, and maybe Amber Heard is the crazy one. Is the last thing I heard. So we need to hold off judgment on either of them until we get an actual, uh, you know, decision from the. No, I'm done with Don- Johnny Depp in general. Well, yeah, he's not great, but um, I he he may ha- and maybe they've decided by now. But last I heard, uh, maybe Amber Heard was um, maybe the mastermind behind some of his uh, undoings. Well, regardless, I'm I'm uh, he can shuffle off. Well, yeah, he's a freaking weirdo who doesn't know how to handle his money and. Uh, <laughs> well, it's because he buys grosses of scarves. Well, yeah. And other Sky, if you're gonna get a gross of scar- scarves, that's how you buy it. Is as a gross. If you're gonna get 144 scarves, that's how you do it. It's is that exactly money. one gross. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I think I know that because of bottle rockets. <laughs> Tom Sage taught me that. Uh, he once threw a gross of bottle rockets into a bonfire, and shenanigans ensued. <laughs> yeah. I almost got hit in the face. Good times. Um. Yes. Anyway, we. We watched fan voice. Oh, we, yep, we sure did. So right off the bat, how is this movie problematic? Ha- uh, Harvey Weinstein had a big old hand in it. Yep. So Just right up in there, no yeah, consent he, at all. Yeah, he, he's had his hand in a bunch of other things uh, without waka, waka. consent. So there's that. Yeah. Um. He he was specifically ordered a lot of reshot reshoots and and things to be changed in this. Probably he might be the one behind them saying, uh, you know. Uh, can I say f- on this? They say f- too many times in this movie. It made me uncomfortable. If it's in quotes, I think it's okay. Um, also, if, if I'm we... chastising them for saying it, right? Yeah, and it's not. We ought not like continue its use, but like I just the, it 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 reads like it was written by a high schooler. It, like just the amount of times they use that word, and it bothers yeah. me. And I didn't think I would be uh, grown enough at some point <laughs> in my life that someone using that word would bother me. I think it's the context. It's because you, it's not used in a way of irony. It's yeah. It's an actual derogatory term in yes. this movie. No, no I, good. Yeah. I otherwise I like this movie a fair amount, but like I, there are a lot of problematic things in here that I just straight up don't remember and until it, you watch it again. You're like, oh, that's not that's bad. It just plays so much like a movie. I think that you, someone would write in high school where it's like, this is the plot. This is the you know real easy. We're going to go steal the Phantom Menace, which I have an issue with in a second, I'll tell you. But then, like, <laughs> and then it's just a series of, then this happens, and then this happens to them, and this ha- yeah, that's. I know that's how made. plots work, but it's just, 
There's no reason for them to go to Iowa and and fight the Star Trek people except no. to be like, and they use that Trekkies joke like three or four times in this movie. Yeah, like there are whole scenes built around it several times. It just happens over and over again. Got to oh. pad out that runtime. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it does in true Star Wars fashion open with uh like a. A really funny Earth. text crawl. Well, yeah, there's that. And then it has, you know, from space, and then it draws into a, a place. Yeah, it does do that. Um, so their plan is to go steal the copy of The Phantom Menace because the one guy is dying. The one generic right. guy is dying. And the other generic guy is a different generic guy. Yeah. There's two generic guys, and then there's a fat guy and a nerd. <laughs> That's right. And a girl. Yep. That's all you need to Kristen know. Kristen Bell plays the girl. Yeah. Which is great. She's great. I love Kristen Bell. I, Kristen uh, Bell, if you're listening, and I know you're not, I love you. She might. She's really cool. She is pretty cool. I don't think I had an opinion about Kristen Bell until The Good Place. <laughs> uh, I just wasn't paying attention, I guess. Yeah, or she... maybe I saw her in this, and this movie left a bad taste in my mouth. That could be. And I was like, and she's fine in it. I mean, they're all fine. Yeah, she's probably the best of them. Like, she's yeah. definitely the most, well, I suppose we could say that for later, but she's the most, the most likable character yeah. of the guys we got here. Yes. Where, where was I going? I'm not sure, but we definitely have the standard five-person team yeah. p- party and storytelling, and she's the girl. So oh, I don't know who the lancer or who the leader is, but like she's definitely the girl. Except she can kick all of their asses. So they're they're gonna go. They're gonna go. You don't have to pause it. We're not going. I know. <laughs> they're gonna go. So they're gonna go steal this movie because the one guy's dying. Right. Yes, he has cancer. But they talk about how this was the, always their their idea from being. Children. They school. wanted to break into stars, Camp Star. No, Wars. they specifically say they wanted to go steal the movie, don't they? Which well, didn't exist then. I, I don't know. I don't think the they planned to steal like the Phantom Menace. They may have wanted to steal something sense, else. I guess because there probably is least another print of a movie there. Yeah, that's if I had to wager, true. I'm not really a gambling man, except with my life. <laughs> uh, but I bet that was probably the game. Or maybe they just wanted to steal like a lightsaber hilt or something. I guess so. And then they and then they go on the adventure, and it's it's fine. It's just full of w- constant barrage of Star Wars references. It's a movie about Star Wars, Jake. It's I about know. it's called Fanboys, Jake. But that's this is not is this how people act? Uh, I went to it... Star Wars Celebration, and no one was acting like this. <laughs> well, what do you mean by is this how people act? Like, like just. I know it's a good movie, and it's my favorite, but just the unrelenting, like, just constant referencing. I mean, this movie is written by Ernest Cline, who uh, gave us Ready Player One, which is one big reference, mm-hmm. uh, and Adam F. Goldberg, who, um, you know, created the Goldbergs, which is full of references. So mm-hmm. they got the two referenciest guys together to write this movie. Yes. So there's that. I get. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're mad at. It, just how annoying these human beings are, oh. I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, this whole this whole movie is kind of a, a gatekeepery. Oh, it's so uh, gatekeepery. Cuz they treat Kristen Bell as kind of lesser even even though she's way better than everybody else in the movie. At um, least two separate times like that I can remember that might happen more. They like straight up quiz people to make sure they like Star Wars enough to be somewhere or do a thing or be their friend yeah well um the fogler i can't remember his first name dan dan no the guy the guy from crimes of grindelwald 
That guy. This Dan guy. Fogler? Is that his name? Yeah, okay. his name is Hutch in this. Yes, okay. Uh, the, the, whole, the whole premise of the movie is that the, the one, one of the grew guys. up, quote-unquote, uh, and he's working for his dad at a car dealership, which is nepotism, which isn't really you earning anything, guy. Um, and the other guys are still working at a comic shop, and they you know, still love Star Wars too much. Uh, and he's like, I no, grew up because I. There's you grow no up, way you have you to can, smash all your dreams yeah, and die inside. There's no inside. way you can have a, just a regular job and love things. <laughs> no, it's one or the other. You have to draw your secret comics in secret. Otherwise, there's, there's no way you can have a job and use that uh, expendable income to buy neat things. Yes. Uh, this is kind of completely symptomatic of the time because, like. We're getting older. The millennials are now at the point where, like, fuck, we have money and stuff. We can do what we want. We don't have to like abandon all of the stuff we liked. In fact, I own way more Ninja Turtle T-shirts now as an adult than I ever did as a child. That's true. I've got like a photorealistic Leonardo action figure standing upon my desk. It's you very know, cool because I feel like it. Because I'm a grown ass man and I can buy it's, stuff now. It's so cool that I Turtles isn't my thing, and I think about buying one all the time. <laughs> Because every time I see it somewhere for sale, I'm like, I could get one of those. Yeah, the rat as hell. It's it's a like an action figure version of the first movie, which were the best turtle suits. Which is the yeah, which is the best turtles thing, I think. Yeah, it's probably the best movie ever made. Well, I don't know about that. You well, ever, I do. It is. You ever seen the? It Phantom is a Menace? fact. There was a falling out between these the friends. Car dealer guy fell out because he wanted to be a grown up, and the others did not share that value because they can they realize they can still love stuff except they love it too much and they don't care about anything else i mean this so this is where dan fogel lives right is yes that what i'm looking at uh we're just gonna end up doing this whole thing scene by scene aren't we? probably <laughs> uh i mean he, his his room is really cool it is full well, of star wars stuff. he's living in his mom's garage it's a carriage house they I make know. that joke a lot yes they do it's it's actually it lands pretty okay. Uh, I don't notice it as much in um, in Hutch's room, oh. <laughs> but uh, in uh, the dying guy, I think his name is Linus. That is correct. Um, in his room, none of the well, not none of, but a lot of the Star Wars stuff is uh, too modern. For I mean, two thousand seven modern. Um, it wouldn't have existed in two thousand nineteen ninety eight. Yes, uh, I think the Pez dispenser, even that he eats Pez out of, that is, is... surprising to me because it, it makes sense for them because Pez has been around since like I don't know the cotton gin was invented and yeah. like it seems to me that it would be a very easy thing to just have a guy in a hood. Well, luckily for reasons, uh, I was just looking up the history of Star Wars Pez, <laughs> and um, I think the first the first Pez set came out in 1999. Really, uh, for the when. Um, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, thank you. When that happened, um, so we would have been close, but he eats out of, I'm pretty sure, a Darth Sidious one, which didn't happen until something like 2005 with uh, Revenge of the Sith. That is very surprising because, you know, Palpatine is a very prominent character in, well, you know, the the second two, but like... He's not super prominent in The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, He's, but, he's just uh, an old like lady he... with monkey eyes glued onto him. You're not wrong, but like, yeah, it's just a, it seems like it'd be a very easy thing to do. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? I mean, I think it took him, you know, 25 years to, to even have any one, let alone Palpatine. Weird. Star Wars is weird. Yeah. Uh, It's incredibly (laughs) stupid and weird. And that's why it's great. Yeah. 
the second uh, you just accept that it's weird and stupid, it gets a lot more fun. It's just chimpanzees in space. Yeah, it is. It is. I said that once. You did. Um, During a loud ad lib. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I recall. I was there. Maybe. I don't remember. But uh, there's a lot of weird shit what happens in here. There's a lot of misogyny. Like, Fogler's character is constantly... Trying to finger Kristen Bell. Yeah. She's not having it, which is nice. A pair of Trek nerds come up to the comic shop where everybody works, and Fogler kicks them out because they like Star Trek. It's such a stupid... It's the same bullshit that I I think about between, like, people who like sports teams, where you just hate each other based on the sports team you like. Also, It's the same thing. That is a terrible business model. Yeah. It's you sell things to people and they give you money and you can continue, you know, having your business and earning money yourself. But whatevs, it's fine. But uh, after a lot of coercing, what's his face, uh, car dealer kid, g- goes with the guys and they. I, I don't know what his name is. They draw drive a cl- across. Uh, his name is Eric. Oh, the actual character name. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So they go on the road trip. They uh, end up. Hutch calls an, calls an audible and they go to Iowa to shit on some Star Trek people because they are dedicating a monument or something. It's a, it's a statue uh, to um, Kirk and Khan. Yeah. See, like, first of all, that uh, that shiny 3PO big Pez dispenser didn't come out, in, I think, until 2007 or something like that. Maybe he made it himself, Jake. No. <laughs> And the you don't know what he does for the, a living. The Han on the Tauntaun over their shoulder is is uh, is post episode one uh, Han on a Tauntaun too. You can't see it super well. Not that, but next to that, <laughs> that one is from nineteen ninety six. But <laughs> you want me to just keep doing this? I like doing this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they they stop in Iowa where they meet Seth Rogen for the first time, and they sm- they get into a fight, and it's the you know the nerds fighting about Star Trek versus Star Wars. Pretty uninteresting bullshit. Yeah. But they do smash up the uh, the statue, which causes later plot stuff. And after reading some of the trivia, and uh, Seth Rogen says something to the effect of, we couldn't make the, the likenesses perfect or else Viacom threatened to sue us, which apparently was a, a nod to in real life how none of the Star Trek insignias are in any way accurate because they weren't allowed to use them or else get sued. Yeah, that makes sense. I so also they just read wanted that to lamp after it. I saw the trivia up on your computer and yeah. started reading the trivia. <laughs> but yeah, there's the, the van that they travel in is all quote unquote tricked out. It's got like a, a nitrous system and flips and dials and shit, you know, so it looks sort of as though we're a spaceship. It, it's not. It, it, <laughs> it's not a spaceship. It's not. Uh, and there's a whole sort of like awkward internet pedophilia thing that happens we don't know it's pedophilia well, early in the movie but we find out pretty fast that it is. yeah i guess and to to be fair he didn't know and he bails immediately once he finds out that he was been talking to a little girl but you know repressed nerds on the internet there's probably some weird stuff that he said to that little girl uh he says it's not sex if it's cyber sex so yeah. he definitely said some inappropriate things to that child yep she's 10 she, she says later that's fun. We have fun. Um, but that is the second, in- or that might be the first instance where they have to prove that they like Star Trek Wars. Uh, oh, to her... T- to her... Brother? Uncle? Uncle. Who is, is the... Harry Knowles, who runs... Uh, Ain't It Cool? Ain't it cool News? Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's a fictionalized version of a real man, I suppose. Yeah. He's played by William Supley, though. Yeah, who's another that guy 
Yeah. He was in what? My name is Earl and other and stuff. Small rats and yeah. um, he can't see the magic eye. He's in. Uh, here's where you know him from, Sky. Uh, Small rats. Uh, no, uh, Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, he's one of the the bad guys. Yeah, bad guys, bullies. Like bullies are bad guys. Yeah, often. Um, but eventually the what happens? The the fucking their van breaks down and they have to do a strip dance in uh in a gay bar because gay they're bar. afraid of gays right and that joke doesn't get tired uh as we age uh <laughs> but luckily danny trejo's there he refers to himself as the chief and he gives them peyote because he magically knows that one of them is cancer is danny trejo indian i don't think so i think well he's mexican so it's possible he is an, uh, of native descent but I, maybe not Native American yeah, I he, Indian. I thought his whole thing was being like Mexican, stereotypically Mexican. Yes, yeah. <laughs> super nice guy though. Is your favorite Danny Trejo accounts. movie um, Machete? Ma- yes. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Muppets Most Wanted, oh. <laughs> where he plays Danny Trejo. <laughs> I mean, he does nail that role. It's true. Hey, I think that guy, the bartender. Yeah, the He's bartender. Somewhere. He, I think he is in From Dusk Till Dawn. Uh, He's got a dick gun. It doesn't matter. Wait, like that shoots dicks? Or no, it's is... a it's a gun where his dick should be. Oh, but he folds down like a codpiece, and there's heavens. Uh, two revolving like two revolver chambers on either side of a gun, as though they were balls, and the gun is his dick. I I'm pretty sure I didn't make that up. I haven't seen from dusk till dawn all the way through. I've seen it, but once. I'm fairly sure I didn't make that up. Though in one of the Machete movies, uh, Sofia Vergara saying machete like that does have like a strap-on dick gun and tit guns because she's a, a lady and a, and say, a stupid movie You can't like say that. tit with that much American confidence and they say machete like that. <laughs> machete. Yeah, stop it. Look, I'll say what I want. It's fair. Uh, <laughs> I can't stop you. It's, it's my podcast. Is that guy not listed in the credits at all? Bartender? Yeah. Probably not. Oh, here he is. There's a lot of uncomfortable. Clark Sanchez. Clark Sanchez. That those are very generic names, and I have no recollection of. Uh... I kept missing him because he doesn't have a picture on IMDb. <laughs> they stripped to Menudo. Oh yeah, that's funny. I guess. Yep. If it was set today, it would be Despacito. I don't think he's in, uh, whatever movie you said. Despacito is a song. No, d- from Dusk Till Dawn. Oh. But I also don't recognize any of these movies that you might have seen him in. <laughs> but he does look familiar. He, yeah. he's kind of looks like Dante from Clerks and stuff. Yeah. It's a strong face. <laughs> Indeed. But you, know, you see a lot of weird movies that are like, no one's ever seen this, but you, like Trigger Man. Do you know Trigger Man's guy? He's I don't. He's number two. Oh, well. I've anyway, not... moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Danny Trejo gives them peyote and they all trip balls as you I think do. There's an Ewok or something that scares them. Yeah, that that sounds right cuz cuz Star Wars. Uh and then he gives Cancer Kid, I forget his name, <clears throat> Linus. Uh he gives him a whole bunch of drugs but for medicinal purposes. Uh which causes when like a, a cop tries to pull them over cuz they're speeding too fast. Um instead of just pulling over and getting the ticket yeah. Like they they speed away. It's like that is way more suspicious. They wouldn't have searched You're the going car straight to jail now. Yeah, which they do. Like they were afraid he'd find the peyote. But like, if you're just cool about it and leave it in the bag and leave it under the seat, it's a van. Yeah, uh, he wouldn't have like 
Me. Also, you're white. Yeah. I think the worst part about this movie is that I can't tell the two lead guys apart. <laughs> like, they're both so generic that sometimes, especially when it's a real close-up, I, I'm like, I don't know which one you are. One of them has a scraggly uh, stubble. Yeah, but, like, they just showed the that one guy's eyes, so I wasn't sure which one he was. They do have very similar haircuts as well. Yeah, and when one's they're standing taller. next to each other, I can tell you which one's which, but <laughs> I just don't care about them. That guy has cancer and is actively dying, and I don't give a single fuck. <laughs> Well, to be fair, he doesn't bring it up at all. Yeah. Uh, he, never once do they, you know, act like he's someone who has a terminal illness. Well, they do in that... Brief uh, second where he goes to the doctor. Yeah, they... Because... <laughs> uh, on their their way, they get sidetracked in Vegas, and uh, he falls out of a car. That's where, they, that's where they go to meet William Shatner. That's right. And... He falls out of a car. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Like oh, he... yeah, because they're being chased by hookers, right? <laughs> well, they're being chased by the pimp, who is also... Right, who is also Seth Rogen. That's right. Which uh, brings me to what, uh, one of my points is all of the... I think all of the... I, I don't think the writers of this were very fond of the prequels. <laughs> there's a lot of prequel hate in this. Not a lot. There's a, like... Seth Rogen has the tattoo of Jar Jar. Yeah. And... Well, here's the thing about that. It's an easy joke. It's a very easy joke. And then the very last joke of the movie is, what if this? What if the movie sucks? Which I think is a... Oh, this sucks, so... We're going to make fun of it, I guess? I don't know. It's a good movie, and I, I love it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you bring that up a lot. It's because it's a really fun movie. I, I, I don't feel like fun is accurate. It's very fun. Well, it's not fun in like the way The Avengers is fun, but there's a lot going on. It's a very exciting, visually pleasing movie that's pretty fun. Okay. Also, uh, Andy Serkis wouldn't have a fucking career if it wasn't for Ahmed Best and the Phantom Menace. Inventing uh, the technology that fucking Andy Serkis got famous on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't... Uh, how integral was that to uh, Lord of the Rings? Um, Fully? Okay, then yes. Because they invented the... I mean, well, I don't I mean, think like, they invented, but they perfected the technology to make Jar Jar come to life so that they could do Gollum. Okay. Just like how um, every movie you've seen with special effects uh, ever um, wouldn't exist without the other Star Wars movies. Right. Also, anything filmed digitally, uh, Star Wars helped pioneer all of that. Yeah. I'm just saying, the prequels, if even if you don't like the story, did a lot for movie making and storytelling, <laughs> is what I'm saying. True. And without George Lucas, we wouldn't have Pixar. That's absolutely true. I know. That's why I said it. Yeah. Or C-3PO's. That that's that would be less of of a tragedy. I've never actually had C-3PO's either because they're like they were you know they stopped making them from before I was born. <laughs> well, you have to build your own, as I'm told. It's uh, like an eight year old did it, so it shouldn't be that hard. What? What? Oh, I was talking about the serial C-3PO's. Oh. I thought you meant, like, multiple C-3PO oh, units. No. We made it. We figured it out. <laughs> we're on the same page now. <laughs> um, we were both right, though, on both accounts. <laughs> As a child, I built C-3PO. That's highly unlikely. Oh, and while they're on, we're on the subject of the people who made this movie not liking um, half of the Star Wars movies, fucking Kyle Newman, who... It's like a third now. Direct, yeah. Who directed this uh, is, I'm pretty sure, one of the internet 
Disney, there's a conspiracy against Star Wars guys. Oh, yeah? Because, like, in December, I just looked it up because I knew he had said stuff, so I wanted to be accurate, not just <laughs> accuse him of things. But in December, <laughs> he was one of the people saying uh, that uh, reviewers only gave The Last Jedi a good reviews because they were afraid they'd lose their c- credentials. Um, what? And they wouldn't be allowed to see other movies. What? Yep. That's preposterous. Uh, and I know when he, okay. when Last Jedi came out, he was uh, one of the uh, Luke should have should have been doing flips and fighting, and this isn't how Luke should go out. And uh, you know, my movie about uh, guys saying uh, derogatory things about gay people is so much better than the storytelling <laughs> they did in the fucking Last Jedi. So I'm not a big fan of the director of this movie either. Separate from this movie, so you know. Yeah, that's fair. There's that. He seems like kind of a piece of shit. And also, name something else Kyle Newman has directed, Sky. Uh, yeah, I was really rolling the dice on that one because I looked at the other things he directed. And these all every cover of a movie looks like a movie you would have bought <laughs> and watched because you're like, I don't know. It looked like it might be all right. It does sound like me, but Which, I don't typically know directors offhand. That's true. But uh, but also, if, it, if all of your movies look like those movies, then uh, maybe you're not the best director. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. All I'm saying is, um, more Jay Baruchel and less uh, Kyle Newman. <laughs> Agreed. You watch some Dragons movies? Which the... How to Train Your Dragons? Oh, I've seen two or three. I don't know how many there are total. The third, I feel like there's I four. I think the third one's coming out, I think. No, there's already been three. Have there? Yeah. I know I've seen the first one. Is it good, is what I was going to ask? Oh, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. That's good. I've also seen... Uh, want... Sorcerer's Apprentice, which has Jay Baruchel in it, and the movie is actually pretty good. I just nobody remembers it. Those are movies that I, I wanted it. to see and haven't um, seen, and I, I thought you know I should see it. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, you'll those never actually out... watch it, but those came out in the good. same year. How to Train Your Dragon and the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, it's a good year for Jay Baruchel, but Sorcerer's Apprentice has one up on the dragons in that Sorcerer's Apprentice has not only Alfred Molina but also one Nicolas Cage. Oh my. So so uh your boy's excited. <laughs> now nah, it's a good movie. Doesn't really get proper shrift, I don't think. So yeah, there are only 3 uh like actual um how to train your dragon movies. Okay. Then there's several short films and a TV series though. Yes. That could be why I got a little confuzzled because there's still a lot of it. Cuz there's so much of it. I know that at one point uh, the Jake Baruchel's character's name is Hiccup, uh-huh. and he makes what's basically a lightsaber, but with fire. I don't know what it's powered by, but he has it. He also has a prosthetic leg because his dragon uh, got hurt and has like a tail fin missing. Uh-huh. So he made a prosthetic tail fin so it can fly still. So they're like brothers. Yeah, toothless is, is his name. Yeah, he looks like an adorable kitty cat. He fucks in the last one. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because there's baby ones, so. <laughs> Hope that's not a spoiler for anyone. He also kind of like has a peacock mode, which is kind of cute, and he dances about. Anyway, the guys go to jail after the game. <laughs> we we are telling Bell. this movie non-sequentially, but who cares? It's, it's true. They fucking just get into hijinks, and then they get to... But Kristen Bell saves the day, because she's great. Uh, and then the guys are like, oh, a girl, we can't have a girl on our mission. And she's like, I'll fucking kill all of you. And... She beats up uh, Fogel. And then and then there's a love story crammed in it. Yeah. 
for a minute. For some reason, she likes Jay Baruchel's character, even though she knows that he's all accidentally a pedophile. Yeah, I was going to say, even though she knows he jerked off to a 10-year-old. <laughs> like, she actively knows that. <laughs> yep. You can't control who you love. I guess. Though, Kristen Bell's character, you are a very attractive lady. Her name is Zoe. That sounds right. You don't need to hang out with these nerds. You can, you can go find a different group of nerds who aren't awful. I think one of them is her boss. Does Jay Baruchel own that either, comic book store? It's either him or Fogel. They they at least all three work there. No, I uh, Hutch doesn't own it because he starts his own business at the end. Because he grows as a person on this trip. Or I see. Something. Well, he did trip balls on peyote and he probably saw a vision quest or something. They all learn something on this mission. Some of them learn how to love. Some of them learn how to grow up. Some of them learn how to let go of growing up. Yep. Some and one dies. dies. <laughs> uh, guess which one? It's the one with cancer. Scott, what are you going to call this episode? Fanboys fanboy? <laughs> Maybe. Fanboys over fanboy? Fanboys. Cancer fans. <laughs> the guy- Cancer triumphs in the end. <laughs> I mean, on a long enough timeline, everybody dies. Yeah, but not always of cancer. Sometimes of uh, rhino attacks. That's true. Or, I more always said dinosaur attacks, but I don't think any of us are going to die from a dinosaur attack. It attacks. depends on if we, you know, become engineers and work on the next Jurassic Park and the animatronic robot comes to life. That's true. Like in the first Jurassic Park, like sometimes it would randomly move and scare the shit out of people. Oh, because the hydraulics were like yeah. letting air out and right. stuff. And apparently you had to glue pieces in. And if you were inside it, it would probably just fuck your shit up. And there was a person who accidentally got caught in there and somehow like curled up into a ball and did not get shredded inside a dinosaur. Yeah, where did where did that story from? I feel like we saw the same thing. I don't know. Internet somewhere. Yeah. Jurassic but Park's really good. It's so good. It, that CG holds up so well because of the well, mix. Yeah, I was the healthy say, mix of a, practical. A lot of it is, is, CG. is built dinosaurs. They built a lot more dinosaur than I thought. Yeah. Um, Those raptor costumes are hilarious and terrifying. Uh huh. Anyway, they they make it to Vegas to meet up with uh, what's his name. Also, Rush is a punchline a lot in this, I guess. Uh, it's because uh, fanboys was kind of coined for people who love Rush. Oh, was it? Is that true? That's or are you a, just making that up. That's a trivia thing that I may be misremembering, but that I just read approximately forty minutes ago. Ah, there's an episode of the Goldbergs about Rush too. Well, the if this guy wrote on the goldbergs that makes sense or yeah. directed on the Goldbergs. he created i mean adam f goldberg wrote this and then the goldbergs is about his family i see it's a fictionalized tale <laughs> or something it's pretty good it's fine. actually i didn't really care for it but you don't care for lots of regular things that's true but uh the half of the boys go to meet what's his name William the other Shatner. half go to get hookers well, they don't know that they're hookers. They like go to play the tables and because they because don't know they they're suck. in a movie. If they knew they were in a movie, they'd know those girls were hookers. Yeah, because they're looking at them. Yeah, fucking nerds. And uh, Zoe tries to tell Jay Baruchel's character that she's kind of into him, and he's totally oblivious. His name is Windows, by the way. We, we've called him Jay well, Baruchel's character the entire time. Um, it's a better name. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't think ever do they call him by his actual name. It's just Windows. Well, he's always carrying he's around a nerd? tough book. Remember tough books? No. I don't. But apparently it's a laptop wrapped in foam or something. We were, what were we, 13 in 1998, Sky? Uh, Give or take? No, we, we would have been like 11. No, we would have been 13. I, well, I would have been. 98? No. Yeah, I was born in 1985, 13 years later. Okay, well, I'm younger uh, did than Did I say you. 1995? 1985. I don't know what I said. 
Okay, you're six months younger than me. <laughs> yeah, younger. Oh, wouldn't you know what the other the Star Trek nerds f- are following them? Or there's a convent? No, there's a convention here. Yeah, for Star Trek. Um, and they they get followed. The other half, of which the guys. is why I think William Shatner is there or whatever. Yes, that's well. That's probably why they had to meet him in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, he's yeah. doing the convention circuit, which is very lucrative if you play it right. Uh, dude, you gotta be in something for like a second. It's I mean something like a Star Wars or a yeah, Star Trek or a, or a, second. a Power Ranger. And then you can fucking, that's all you have to do? God damn, that sounds great. Right? Look at any ex-Power Ranger. They are running those circuits. Looking at you, JDF. Jason Font. Actually, Jason Font's a really cool dude. I don't know who that is. He plays Wes in Time Force. I don't know Time Force that, is a great is. season of Power Rangers. It's probably, it is my favorite season of Power Rangers. Mine is the one where the robots turn into a man and punch. Uh, that's not Power Rangers, Jake. No, they think that's, that's Transformers. It's real steel. <laughs> a movie that people tell me is pretty good? I don't know, man. Hugh Jackman and Punch and Robots. It's so- I mean, on the surface, it does sound pretty all right. Yeah. Except it's Sock and Bop and Robots. <laughs> Rock'em Rock Sock'em sock Robots. I was thinking of Sock and Boppers. I was yawning or I would have corrected you sooner. I was remembering the inflatable fists. Oh, yeah, those were a thing. Sock and Boppers. I got Sock and Bops in the head once real good in college. My head, my friend Ryan punched me in the head, and then my head hit the freezer, and then I hit the floor. Uh, I remember Hulk hand boxing also. Oh, uh, yeah, that happened a lot. Yeah. Well, you had two sets of Hulk hands. What were we going to do? Right? Not punch each other in the head? <laughs> uh, good times. Well, they made thing, f- <clears throat> thing Fists. Did they? They did for the, the Fantastic Four movies. He only had three fingers. Did I... Uh... It didn't catch on as well as the Hulk hands, huh? Nah, we I were. Like all, I mean, the Hulk hands were out for a, a long time. They're like, hey, here's that thing again, but orange. Then they made them again, but smaller. They weren't as conducive to punching people in the head. Yeah, there were probably some moms who were like, maybe don't make a thing that'll encourage our children to punch each other. Punch each other in the fucking head. Like, okay, we'll make it thinner. Okay, well now you just got regular. You're just wearing gloves. Yeah. <laughs> No padding is not a solution to that problem. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Bearshell figures out that they're prostitutes or sex workers, I think is the preferred term these escorts days. Escorts is what they call them in they, this. Yes, they do call themselves escorts, but I think the preferred modern term is sex worker. I think that is true. Even though sex worker sounds way worse, especially when I say it like that. Yeah. Well, anytime you but, say the word sex, it's an immediate turnoff to anyone who can hear it. My balls have crawled up into my stomach because <laughs> you've said it so many times. Sex. But uh, apparently these ladies work for uh, the other character that Seth Rogen's playing. Seth Rogen. He's got Star Wars tattoos. Just like you, Jake. Well, yeah, I got that now. Yeah. Because I'm a cool guy. <laughs> but the, meanwhile, out. other Seth Rogen's character uh, leads the other nerds to go punch the uh, the main nerds. There's a lot of nerds, but uh, one of Seth Rogen's characters wants money because of the prostitution. Uh, he wants two grand. They didn't even fornicate. Yeah, but time is money, Sky. True, but like this, the services were not rendered, is all I'm saying. Seth Rogen has the fakest mustache as this uh, pimp. <laughs> yeah, he does. His name's Roach. And he does have a little song for his tattoos, like the dark side he has a song for, which is actually kind of entertaining. I mean, he's Seth Rogen. I do like Seth Rogen. He's yeah. a funny guy. And he's and got a Jar Jar Binks tattoo. And then they tattoo. make fun of Jar Jar Binks. Oh, I guess Anakin's on there also. 
Yeah. Little baby Anakin. But he, but he says uh, Jar Jar Binks, that guy's going to be the shit. Or the shit or something, yeah. Remember and that Jar- phrase? That's Jar- such Jar a weird phrase to me. Shit. But uh, Fogler hits him in the back of the head with a with a vase, and then they bail on their, I'm pretty sure, their hotel room. Yeah, because he was eating all their uh, snacks and stuff. Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, you can't check out till tomorrow morning. You can. You can check know. out whenever you want. I don't know. They've already got your money. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, I don't know. There's a lot going on. But then Trek nerds meet the Star Wars nerds, and then Seth Rogen, Star Trek, calls Han Solo a bitch, which happened earlier. And Star Wars nerd Rogen is mad at that. So he fights himself. It gets confusing in description. Luckily, Seth Rogen doesn't come back, so that's all we had to do. Well, he comes back right away because he throws all of the nerds down. Oh, well, yeah, I meant after the fight was over. Right. And he hops on the hood of uh, the van. And this is the point where a uh, character who we can't remember the name of, he falls out of the van because Linus. they didn't shut the fucking door. Or maybe he jumped out. And that's not Kristen Bell's butt. Apparently she used a body double. No, it was in the trivia. She moons him out of the back window. But Can it's we pretend not. like it's Kristen Bell's Absolutely. butt? I mean, I have for 10 years. As soon but... as I leave, Sky's going to do weird stuff to this DVD. <laughs> if they didn't want us to put our winners there, they wouldn't put a hole in it. That's what Sky always says. Yep, I do always say that. It's on his family crest. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it's a lion holding the head of a Turk and a DVD saying (laughs) the thing that you just said. But uh, Carrie Fisher's the doctor of Linus. Because remember, she was in a Star War. She was in a Star War. Um, And they escape from this thing. Uh, there was a judge that they met earlier who was Billy D. Williams. But I his name we was were... Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Because that's a guy's name. That is a guy's name. He's he an actor. Is the, he is in Arrested step... Development. He's the as Judge Reinhold. Yep. But he's also the stepdad in the Santa Claus. Is he? Yeah. I believe you. I just don't recall. Oh, okay. That's what I know him from is the Santa Claus. <laughs> and the Santa Claus 2 and the Santa Claus 3. I'm sorry. Claus spelled C-L-A-U-S-E? Yeah. I don't remember which one's Claus. Which. One of them's something Mrs. Claus, and one of them's something something time travel or something. <laughs> I don't know. They're all pretty good movies, you know, for Tim Allen being terrible. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, Carrie Fisher, Dr. Carrie Fisher, gives Linus some meds. That I don't know. Uh, are these pain meds? Are they anti-cancer pills? I don't know I what she gives him. Because like... it's, one, no script was written. Two, she just had it on her person. Which and she... three, there's no label on the bottle at all. She she grabbed them on her way by. I don't know, man. This is real bad. You shouldn't take mystery pills, is all I'm saying. What if they're, if they're given to you by a doctor? Yeah, but they're unlabeled. She's a doctor, man. And then we see uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, and Mewes is apparently giving blowies in bathrooms for money. Um, Are they playing themselves? Like, what's happening? I don't know, but that's in there because Kevin Smith was like, Write me a part for your movie, and so they wrote that scene and put them in there so Kevin Smith could be in it. Oh, that's dumb. The uh, the wine scenes were the ones who gave him his start, because Clerks got picked up, I think, by Miramax or the Weinstein Company or whatever it was at the time. Yeah. And so he was part of the test audience, because, you know, Kevin Smith is nerdy, so he approved, and then he was like, put me in it! I see. Weird. He probably wept after he saw it, because that's what Kevin Smith does, which is fine if that's your thing, but... I don't want to watch it every time. I can't watch a grown man cry that often. <laughs> but anyway, they make it a Skywalker ranch. They break in. Um, With a grappling hook. Windows uses it to climb over the fence, which he totally didn't need to do. <clears throat> they do make it inside, and 
they find the room what has all of uh George Lucas's trinkets and stuff, all of his uh his swag from his various movies, including Willow's spellbook. Plus a bunch of things that are just things that I also own because they're not real <laughs> and didn't exist in 1998. <laughs> That's a very little fence. Yeah, but Sky, if you have a grappling hook, which it's, I know I, you do. I've got two grappling hooks. But yeah, they make it in. They get tripped up by the uh, the security, one of which is Ray Park. He'll, he does some baton work. The security guards are dressed like the guards from THX 1138. Also, yeah. if I, and Spaceballs. I highly doubt this is actually Skywalker Ranch, but you'll notice that stained glass everywhere. Mm-hmm. The artist who did that stained glass absconded with George Lucas's wife. <laughs> so they're still married to this day. He got the kids. He got the millions of dollars. I think he won. <laughs> How about that? George was very busy making The Empire Strikes Back. And she found love in the arms of the stained glass artist. <laughs> Marsha is her name, Sky. The stained glass artist? No, the, his wife. His wife, okay. Marsha Lucas. She's the reason Star Wars is good. <laughs> she edited it properly. That's she, fair. Yeah. She's the uh, unsung hero of the Star War. Much like Billy D. Williams. No, he is the sung hero. <laughs> did you watch the trailer? Which one? The new one? I did. Okay. I, was, I didn't send it to you. I just you didn't? I'm pretty sure you did. Oh, maybe I did send it to you. Okay. It was in the group text. You oh, didn't send okay. it to I me did. specifically. Okay. They futz around with... Uh... Yeah, they're just in a room full of Don Post masks. <laughs> and of course, there's security cameras and shit. And security comes. And they're wearing, like, the, the, no face masks. I don't... Yeah, that's the reference to THX 1138, Sky. Yes. Yeah. I know. It just It's just unsettling. Yeah, it was supposed to... Well, it was supposed to be in that movie, and I think this is... Because references. Yeah, it also just fits with uh, a crazy creative guy who has limitless money to just have goons well, <laughs> wearing yeah, crazy-ass masks. But uh, they get captured, you know, like you'll do. Eventually, there's a, a standoff between uh, Craig Robinson and uh, what's-his-name, Will Forte, <clears throat> uh, and everybody's threatening to smash priceless heirlooms. Yeah, even though they're just toys, and yeah. very clearly so. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, maybe you're not going to get the things, but try a little, <laughs> fellas. Look, they're working with the budget they had. I know, but it, by the point, by the time we get to this point in the movie, I'm just so tired and bored of this movie. <laughs> um, But Danny McBride is head of security, and he tells them that uh, they're going to press charges, and then he gets a call from George. And then he changes his mind, and George said, "Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm kind of touched that you guys broke into my home, uh, because of your dying friend." I'm not sure if he lives at Skywalker Ranch. He might. I don't know. I uh, honestly, I just assumed Skywalker Ranch was the name he named his home. Well, it's, is <laughs> is it a different thing? He built it in the '80s, like after Star Wars. And did uh, you say 1880s? In the '80s. Okay. Um, it's like I don't think he did. Like while, call was, your bluff, while he was making Empire to be like a place where like people could come and make movies. Mm-hmm. So there's sound editing and like uh, different studios and stuff. And um, so I'm not 100 percent sure if he lived there at the time. I don't think he does anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like all each building has different like things in it. Um, you know, for movie making, editing areas, and stuff like that. They made they made Dogma. They edited Dogma there. 
That's where hmm. Kevin Smith got married. Neat. Um, How come that's not where you got married? Because they don't do weddings there. Kevin Smith um, happened to have access because he was editing his movie there. So he just <laughs> did it. He, they like brought uh, a guy in. Well, I feel like you could have done that. I'll tell you how I know this isn't George Lucas's actual office is because there's not a giant gumball machine. Yeah, and there's not a Wookiee costume for him to wear. Yeah, but one of those is real. He has a giant gumball machine in his office. <laughs> Watch interviews uh, with him from this time. He has a giant gumball machine that sits next to his desk chair. Hmm. There's a Mad TV sketch that I remember vividly oh. where Will Sasso yeah. was playing uh, George Lucas and he was just in his office wearing a Wookiee costume at all times. <laughs> I vaguely remember that as well, and it's pretty good. Yep. But yeah, anyway, you were saying they get they get caught and stuff, and then what they they say you can see it, but then it's a misdirect. yeah. But it's well, no, it's not really a misdirect. The well for them it is. I mean, like oh. it's a he, yeah. He does present it as okay. You guys can watch it, but only dying guy, uh because he's dying and he's not going to live to the premiere, which happens with every big movie now. Of like, course. You just get enough uh, retweets and someone's like, hey, I'm hey gonna... you can come see Avengers Endgame because you're not going to make it to next week or whatever. Right. Which is, Which is I nice. mean, that is one of my biggest fears is that I'm not going to get to finish the Star Wars or the <laughs> Avengers or something. So I really hope that if I if I find out I'm going to die by next Thursday, that they will let me see it. Yeah, I hope you do early. have a long, slow death. That way you can pepper in all the movies you want to see. Exactly. Thank you. That's nice of you. Yeah. Anytime. Um, so the, the rest of the crew waits outside while, uh, I don't know, Linus gets to see the movie. He sees it by himself. Which isn't the best way to see a movie. Like, you'd I think mean, there'd be, like, a, a guy there to make sure that he doesn't sneak everybody else in. Like, he just, there's a, a theater that he gets to watch it all by himself. Um, and then it cuts to... Oh, they do, yeah, did we say they do all the, the quizzing them to make sure yeah. they like Star Wars? It's a, it's not relevant. Yeah, it's just a thing that makes me mad. Yeah, it's just a, an opportunity to call all these guys virgins. Do you like Danny McBride? He's, he's I a don't, bit much. I can't think of anything that was made better with him in it, but I don't mind it if he's there. Yeah, I, he's... I didn't. I never watched any of Eastbound and Down. Me either. There's something he's in that I find him really annoying, but I don't remember what it is. The only other thing I can think of that he's act, that he's in is uh, is that one where the world's ending. Yep. And he's all right in that. I think. Well, I he's mean, a, he's, he's playing a, 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 himself. Yeah. What else is he in? He's in some Tropic stuff. Thunder. I've never seen that. With their mission complete, um, you know, Linus accepts his death. He comes to term with it, and the other guy is like, we cut to the premiere where they have camped out on the sidewalk. Um, we get to see Kristen Bell and a slave Leia costume, which is pretty great. This guy's a pervert. Look, Kristen Bell is very pretty, and, and she... you're very pervy. Yeah, well, here's the thing, Kristen Bell. I know you're listening. Uh, look good. It's a good look. Dax Shepard's gonna come beat you up. Good. Hope he does. It'd probably be really funny. He's really. <laughs> Seems really funny. Yeah, yeah. And that'd be a good story to tell. Guys, I watched Dex Shepard kick the shit out of Sky. <laughs> anyway, where are we at? I, was the movie over? Were you done explaining it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, they they, they, the they, uh, they staked him. it out. Um, they're at the relative front of the line. 
It, they were sleeping at a weird time because they sure are. What did they go to bed at like eight for this premiere at twelve? Maybe I guess so. They were like, better get catch a little yeah. bit of sleep. But they wake up and they come out of the tent and it's fucking nighttime and there's a lot of people around. It's so loud. And Kristen Bell's wearing Slave Leia. This guy's perving out about it. Yeah. But we learn how everyone's grown in the uh in the so it was October before. This is May, so that's like. Uh, five five months, months uh yeah, five seven it's like seven months um what's his nuts uh eric oh. has published a comic in that time like yeah. and it's not very well received it's here <laughs> no and i maybe i'm mistaking but i thought l- let's look at the cover of this comic i think it says it's issue number 80 something it's not an 87 in the corner there it's called rush see in the in i the, think that's it looks like BJ, RJ. I think it's, it says 87. I don't think it's an 87. Wow. I don't think you're mistaken. Okay. Well, that's better. But still, <laughs> he fucking got a, he got a comic published in that time. Uh, yes. Yes, Whatever. he did. <laughs> and then Hutch starts a detailing service because he growed up too. Yeah. Oh, what? it says by. It says, it's a BY. Oh. It says by and then his name. They show us the close up. We did it! Yay! Mystery solved! Podcast over! <laughs> they they made it to whatever. Nobody else died, just the one guy. Just the, only and, one person dies in this movie. And they uh, they sneak some beers into the theater. Which is then, a terrible uh, idea, because you'll have to pee. Yep. And also, you'll have to keep track of a glass bottle. Right. Uh, and then the, the final line is, what if it sucks? Which is, I don't like it. It's so mean. So, Jake... What? What was the most turtle-rific part? Uh, is anything about this turtle-rific? I mean, I guess... Um, well, turtle-rific is a completely made-up name or title that we assigned to whatever. Oh, then I like looking at all the Star Wars toys in the background. All right. Was that so hard? Yeah, but I got there. I'm going to give it to the character of Zoe and Kristen Bell in general. Oh, that's what I was going to answer for the next question. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that uh, it's nice to have a girl there to call them out on their bullshit. It's like, you guys are being assholes. Why don't we just do this thing? There's a lot more bullshit that she should call them out on. Yeah, but she's only one woman. I guess that's true. It's not her job to be their mom. That's why we made this podcast was to call them out on their weird, pervy, pedophile, misogynistic, (laughs) homophobic bullshit. (laughs) Uh, To shorten that, you can just say problematic. The (laughs) worst. In their 20s, question mark? I don't know how old any of these people are. Some of them look exactly the same now. Yeah. Dan McBride has not aged well. I, Kristen Bell and Jay Breschanel look exactly the same. They uh, do. Dan Fogler looks like a grown-up version of Dan Fogler. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. He's a little more round. Uh, Billy D. Williams looks terrible now. Because <laughs> well, he, he's 100. Yeah. He's a very old man who probably lived very vigorously Very, um, in the 60s yeah um so who's the most likable or effective character well that's what i was gonna say was the girl <laughs> zoe so i'm gonna give it to william shatner because he's was integral to the plot even though he had like one scene and six lines the, one of one of his lines was just on repeat where he said, I can score anything. I'm William Shatner. And then they listed a bunch of things. And he's just like, yeah, that too. For too long. 
they uh they couldn't have made the last quarter of this movie without him. <laughs> yep. But also I will give it to Zoe if if William Shatner does refuses it cuz Zoe can have it. This guy this movie cost 3.9 billion dollars to make. I I'm refuse sorry, to believe million. that. Okay. 3.9 million dollars. Okay. To make. <laughs> Billion Most of that was probably cameo salary. $3.9 billion would have been the price to buy Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but it only it made less than a million dollars. So that's why we don't have a Fanboys 2. Well, what, else, what other story could I they tell? I don't know. Tell? They talked about a sequel at some point. I read that in the, in the past. Mm. I feel like the story is pretty complete. Yeah. I mean, the guy's dead. Yeah. He can't get deader. Unless one of the other guys also gets cancer or <laughs> emphysema or something. And then he has to see episode two because he got, <laughs> I got shot in the head by this arrow. And before they take it out, I want to see this movie because when they take it out, I'll die. It's true. When you get stabbed, you want to leave that in there. Yeah. Because if you so pull you it out, you're just going to bleed out. Little fun fact there. That's uh, a fun <laughs> fact from when Sky shot me with an arrow. <laughs> I bled out. Yes. I'm a ghost. <laughs> if you can believe it. I'm a spooky ghost. Sure are. Pop Culture Failure, the only podcast with a ghost host. <laughs> the ghost host with the most. That's me. I also feel like that was Beetlejuice. Yeah, but the he ghost host a, with the most. He doesn't have a podcast, Sky. That's because it's impossible to get Michael Keaton. No, it's that's not. who was. That's who did Beetlejuice, right? Yeah, but I don't think okay. that's impossible. Well, Michael for Keaton, us, perhaps. Michael Keaton, come be a guest on our show. Bring Kristen Bell. Are they friends? I don't know. Why not? He's Michael Keaton. I guess so. If you, call, you just call her up out of the blue, be like, hey, I'm going to go do this stupid podcast. You want to come with me? Kristen Bell's cool as fuck. You probably could just call her up. You could do it. You're like, I'm Sky. I ogled you in fanboys when you were <laughs> when you were 10 years younger than you are now. Um, and you still look exactly the same. She really does. You come she's just podcast? brunette in this. I think it's because she's brunette that she's especially attractive to me in this. I also have brown hair and Sky finds me especially attractive. It's is true. Saying. When you had those blonde tips, not so much. Remember when blonde tips were a thing? Yeah. I think it was called frosted tips. Yeah. Excuse me. But yeah. So, Jake, uh, tell me about your pop culture palette cleanse. Well, I did lots of things, Sky. I, I went to Star Wars Celebration and met Greg Grunberg, and I got a Star Wars tattoo, and I saw a C-3PO and an R2-D2, and I got to be in the Millennium Falcon, and I had a, I got a lightsaber, and I it was a good time, and I saw Doug Chang, and he taught us how to draw, and it was fun. <laughs> What's your tattoo of? The Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I told my brother, uh, who's 17, I said, look, I'm cool now. And he said, first of all, that's only this big, and it's of Star Wars. And <laughs> he just left it at that before I cried. It's very nice of him. Yeah. So I saw that. I did all that. That was a good pop culture palette cleanse, because it was a, a whole bunch of good Star Wars, uh, instead of this weird, uh, sort of okay-ish Star Wars. I don't hate this movie. I just don't think it's good. Yeah, it's not as good of... as I remember, and it's way more problematic than I remembered. Yeah. There's a lot of dialogue that I would not want in my movie. And it would just like to seems change. Like, I feel like there's a good movie in there. It just feels like it was written by a high schooler instead of an adult. Yeah, that is the best way to put it. Um, but also, what did I watch? What else did I watch? <laughs> what if they had to strip it in a gag bar? That'd be hilarious. Yeah, exactly. So why would that? Because they tried to charge him a hundred bucks for water. Yeah, because they didn't like him. Cause, right, because they weren't rough and tumble or whatever. Yeah, it was uh, weird. So I've mostly been reading and watching the same things I always watch. But I tried to watch another episode of Arrested Development. Why? Season 5. And I got mad, so I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok instead. That's why <laughs> I watched Thor Ragnarok, Sky. Good job. 
It's just, it's so bad. Yeah, you can stop watching. But I'm so close to seeing all of it. I want to, it's like a car crash. You just want to watch and see how bad it is. Or you can just, like, acknowledge that it happened and keep going. Because you you have other shit to do. But that's why I watched Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) I got about (laughs) ten minutes into an episode and I said, I fucking, I just can't right now. And I, that movie's really good though. You ever seen it? Thor Ragnarok? A couple times. It's really good. It is good. Um, It's silly. I'm gonna go Until it's not, it gets real serious. Well, yeah, right there at the end, uh, it gets it gets a little. Uh, Anytime Hella's on screen, it's yeah. You're like, oh, this is it's going down, huh? Yeah. And then Jeff Goldblum comes back, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> so they just plastered over the ceiling that said their evil, terrible past, and they just painted a new one on there. Yeah. Why not take that down, guys? No, cool. Well, because they didn't think anyone would come knock it down. <laughs> I guess. In the gilded city of Asgard still a good movie it is a good movie what did you pop culture your palette with sky um you know i've been watching a lot of garbage movies and some good ones um there's, there's a amazon movie called sam that uh i liked a lot it, it was weird um it's about a douchebag guy who's just straight up garbage i hate i hated him a lot and then he is given some magic tea by stacy keach and he turns into a lady and has to learn what it's like to live like a lady. It's a pretty good movie. I think that's the plot of White Girls. <laughs> I don't think it is. Oh. I've never seen White Girls. I, I Well, there were two of them. And I think it involved uh, like an Olsen twin and like type situation where the, t- the twins were in danger. So the, the Wayans brothers dressed like them. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I also watched the um, My Hero Academia movie, uh, Two Heroes, and it was boss. I watched the uh, Dragon Ball Z Super Brawly, and it was also really good. God, the animation was so good on that. And other stuff, but I don't remember because it's been two weeks since we last did this. I know, it's like, I know I've sat in front of the TV, but... And I feel like I did other things, but I've mostly been at work. And, yeah. But yeah. That's pretty much it. We did it! Woo! So, uh, we will be coming back, starting our regular season. Our regular season. We'll be starting a new season. Except, like I mentioned before, in case you missed it, we are going to do like a full season-long pop culture palette cleanse where we're going to watch something good. It's a, it's a, a twist-a-roo. Yeah, mostly. Because I want to talk to somebody about My Hero Academia, and Jake refused to watch it on his own. So I didn't uh, refuse so much as just didn't do it. I didn't know I was supposed to. <laughs> I did. I did add it to my Hulu list, but that that so yeah, good intentions. It's buried in the list with the, all the other things you intended to watch. Yeah. So uh, we'll be watching that, and I'm pretty excited. And we've got a couple of guests lined up, so it's gonna be a good time. They keep making more things I like, so I keep watching <laughs> those and never add yeah, something. new. But you also just keep watching the one thing that you like. I watched Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Uh-huh. I didn't watch Scott Pilgrim or Star Wars. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, yeah, that will probably do it for this week. Um, you can follow the show at Fail Pop Culture with Noe at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. <sighs> uh, which one am I? I'm admin West. The one that's not me. Yeah, that one. Um, Sorry, if if I do it like right in time with yours, I can... I was yawning. I got, <laughs> I got a case of the sleepies. All that sodium I had wore off. I'm going to have to get a sodium on the Doing way Doing a good old uh, sugar crash? Yeah. You're going to have to drive me home. I'm crashing. 
Now I feel like you have the day off. You can just sleep here. I'm driving you home. I don't have to go back to work till Tuesday. Well, that sounds nice. Yeah, it is. Tuesday's my day off. I'm working six days in a row. I don't have to do that anymore. That's nice. That's uh, but that'll probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening, and we will talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Stay frosty. Okay? Why do I say it like that? I don't know. It's very accusatory. That's what they haven't been staying frosty. <laughs> and that is up.